So let's begin with your life and career in MMA. How did you begin in the sport, ultimately fight in the U.S., and become one of the most well-known fighters in MMA? <laughs> you know, that's, that's a question that, that takes such a long time. It's, you know, it, it started with me being a kid and being bullied. I had a horrible skin disease everywhere on my hands, my arms, and my neck, face. Uh, so I had to wear these Band-Aid gloves and long sleeves, turtlenecks. I always tried to hide it for every kid. You know, and kids, they're relentless. They, they have no clue. Uh, how how really deep they can hurt you with just saying things. So uh, I think that was pretty much, yeah, the the reason that I wanted to become a fighter because of the bullying, you know. And then seeing a Bruce Lee movie when I was 12 years old, that changed my life. That that Enter the Dragon, I realized that if I would be like Bruce Lee, the bullying would pretty much stop. So that's why my quest started to become a martial artist. Uh, it took a long time because my parents didn't want me to do it. But eventually, you know, at 14 years of age, I started doing Taekwondo. I started training with the adults because I had a friend of mine who took uh, uh, a friend of a neighbor who took me under his wing. So uh, training with the adults was a really good thing for me because I started dropping those adults and six weeks, two months, you know, and, and, and I heard him, uh, you know, talk about me in the dressing room. Everybody was impressed. So my confidence started rising. And then I got in a, bull, in a, in a, in a fight with the biggest bully in town. His name was Shucky, and uh, I knocked him out. One, one punch with his six bodies were there, and it, it was the most amazing experience to me. It changed my life. It changed, I, I think, 98% of the bullying stopped right there. You know, if now somebody would bully me, it was somebody who didn't know me or didn't hear about the story, but for the rest, it stopped. So it did work. I would always say to people, they, you know, and, and I understand this, you know, you can't fight violence with violence, but sometimes you have to fight violence with violence. Like bullies are such a dumb people, they, they, it's proven, you know, like the majority of them doesn't have the highest IQ, and that's why they do it, because if you really break it down and you realize, oh, why is somebody bullying? It's, it's actually a very insecure little person who's doing it, and, and, and they don't, you can't reason with people like that. You got to pay them back in the same language they give to you, and if the language is a beating, well, then they're going to need a beating, because that language they understand, and with me, it completely helped me. It stopped everything. Understood, understood. How did you begin in the sport uh, and ultimately come to the United States? Um, you know, I started, uh, I, I did these uh, uh, crazy martial arts shows in Holland. Like we added, added comedy choreographed fights with short sticks, long sticks, nunchucks, who would break boards, but like really spectacular spinning back kicks. I would kick little cups off his with a spinning, jumping, flying back kick. I would kick a cup off his mouth and he had a, a, a cup in his mouth. I would kick that out as well with a spinning back kick. You know, and we, we did all these crazy demonstrations, and, and suddenly we became, you know, we became known people there. It's, they, they put us on TV. They stopped putting us on uh, big events in the break. You know, there was an hour break. Boom, let's put us in the ring there at a big mixed martial arts. Not mixed martial arts. I wasn't there at the time at a big kickboxing event or a Thai boxing event. And we, we, you know, suddenly we were on TV, and we went to European TV, and we started traveling through Europe, actually, to do those shows. At, uh, at events. And at one of those events was Chris Dolman. <clears throat> he was um, fighting at the time. He was the representative for the organization Rings in Japan, which is a shoot fighting organization. But there was a lot of works in there as well. And, uh, and he told me that was, uh, you know, I, I, I should focus on free fighting. He knew me from Thai boxing, he said. But now he saw me doing these crazy backflips and all these somersaults and the, all the stuff we did in those demonstrations. And he says, I, I really think you have a great, uh, you will be great at free fighting. That's what they call it. 
I asked him what it was. He explained it to me. Then he told me that there was money involved. I could actually make money with it. And, and that's where it started. You know, one day I got a phone call and there's a new organization at his gym, Funaki Mazakatsu, Suzuki Minoru, two fighters from Pancras who also were the owners of Pancras. And they were looking for new blood, so to say. And uh, he called me that morning. Uh, I picked up the phone, which I never did. And the answering machine was broke. So it was really weird that I did pick up the phone. He said, jump in your car right now. You got to come to Amsterdam. There's a tryout. Uh, some Japanese guys here are looking for new fighters. So I went to Amsterdam. It's a long drive for me, like a two and a half hour drive. Well, consider in, in Holland, that's a long drive here. It doesn't mean anything. But um, I knocked the guy out. Uh, in a sparring session because he went really hard. I won two or three times. And then in the third round, I figured, okay, he does it to me. I'll do it back, you know. So I knocked him out with a high kick. So it was spectacular. And I remember Funaki and Suzuki both pointing at me. And they say, we want him. And that was it in 1993, September 21st, 1993. That was about two months after that tryout, I would say. I was fighting in Japan. And that's where everything started.